Hey friend, I'm super excited to bring you today's episode because we're gonna be digging into the science behind maternal healthy lifestyle and the impact that that has on our children as they become adults. Now, I certainly found this information quite uncomfortable, but this is the kind of stuff that I use to motivate me on the days when I am really struggling to make healthy food choices and to get myself motivated to do some exercise. So buckle up, buttercup, this is gonna be a bit of an uncomfortable ride but it's gonna be so worth it go and grab a pen and paper and we're gonna get started hey friend welcome to rest fuel move i'm your host sj i'm an outspoken christian women's health advocate productivity guru daughter of the king and a 40 something mum to a sassy independent daughter I'm here to arm you with the knowledge you need to better understand your body and mind so that you can live a life free of diets, fitness fads and comparison. If you are ready to finally lose weight sustainably, to learn how to consistently make the best choices for your health, follow a simple eating plan and finally enjoy your exercise routine, all while keeping God at the centre of it all, then this is the podcast for you. Friend, grab your Bible, fill up your water bottle, and lace up those shoes. It's time to get fit. Now, before we get started, I just want to sort of bring to your attention today's episode. Yes, it's going to make you a bit uncomfortable. This information makes me uncomfortable. But you've got two choices when it comes to that feeling of uncomfortable. Because I think that feeling of discomfort is actually the Holy Spirit giving you a bit of a nudge. And what I'm going to share with you today is ultimately what motivates me every single day to make better food choices and to move my body. Because we as mothers are incredibly fortunate to have and be caring for these small people. And I think it's really important to remember just how important your role is. Like your children spend so much time with you. They look at you to lead them and guide them and show them the right way. And that can be from teaching them right and wrong to helping them to learn more about God and showing them how to build a relationship with God. But it's also about how we can support them to be healthy as they grow and as they move into adulthood. Now, I'm coming at you as somebody who has done all of the diets. Like, before I had my daughter, Chloe, who is nearly six at the time of recording this, I was somebody who was, like, trying every single diet that there was. I did Weight Watchers. I did Slimming World. I counted the calories. I counted the macros. I stopped eating and did all the weird, wacky, crazy diets that there were out there because I had this real insecurity about my body, the way that I looked and whether I was overweight. And we know where that comes from. That doesn't come from God, that comes from society. But I can honestly say that all of that has changed and stopped since I had my daughter, Chloe. And the reason for that is because I don't want her to do what I did because our kids learn so much from us and even from a young age I remember sitting in my like being in my living room with her as she was you know sort of like crawling around on the floor or just sitting up and watching me and she was watching me do workouts she was watching me do yoga and all sorts of things and you could see her like mimicking me 
and the activity that I do. And, you know, she's nearly six years old and she'll still do it now. I mean, Tim's got so many videos on his phone of her, like, dancing in the kitchen with me, doing stretches with me while I'm doing a workout. And this is what this episode is about. It's about me reminding you that as a mother, you have such an incredible capacity to shape the future of your children's lives. Like, God gave you these children for a reason. He is asking you to guide them, to protect them, and to show them the way. And a huge part of that is helping them to look after their physical self in the same way as you teach them how to brush their teeth and how to have a wash and how to, you know, like wash their hair and dry themselves and all of that sort of personal hygiene. As women, it's really important for us to remember that our children are watching everything that we do. They're watching the food that we eat. They're watching how we eat. They're watching how much we eat. They're watching how we move our bodies, whether we're active. And today's episode really pulls together the science as well as the spirituality behind this and the role that God has given us as parents, as mothers in this process. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to give you a couple of things to like reflect on, to think about, and some ideas and changes that you can make at home, like that are going to help you and are going to support your family. But I do want to say before we get started, like one of the biggest challenges with this is that you can feel like you don't know what you're doing, you can feel that you haven't got enough time, that you have done lots and lots of different exercises and workout programs and diets and things before and you're just like, oh, it doesn't work. So I want to invite you to try something different. I want you to come and be part of my community and to be one of the many women who have had success with the Productive Mum Fitness Framework because this is a different process. This is a toolkit. This is me sharing the information and the tools that you need to go through life being the most healthy and the fittest that you possibly can. This is a set of resources that is gonna help you to set your health and fitness goal. You also learn how to make time in your busy schedule for your health and fitness goal. So you will figure out how to get more organized, how to prioritize your time, how to get more productive so that you can make the space for the exercise class that you might want to go to. You're also gonna learn the right exercise that you're gonna want to be doing for your body. You're gonna learn all about nutrition and how the food that you're eating impacts your body. And you're also going to learn all about your hormones and how your hormones impact your body and how you can take control of your hormones to adapt the way that you exercise, the way that you eat, so that you can support your body to become the healthiest, fittest version that you can be. Now, in addition to all of those online videos, you get coaching sessions with me, you get access to me via Voxer, And you also get the electronic downloads of my two planners, the Fitness Planner and also the She Rises Planner, which is your productivity planner, but also your Bible study. Because the whole of this process is underpinned by us as Christians going through this and partnering with God. So the link to the Productive Mum Fitness Framework is in the show notes. I really invite you to take advantage of that. You can pay it in full, but there is also a payment plan which makes it super affordable. And this really is a set of tools that is gonna anchor you for success in life. Because let's be honest, like 
life throws us curveballs. There's stuff, you know, we're not perfect. We're not perfect. But what this is going to do is going to give you the tools to bring yourself back and get yourself back on track and to focus on your goals and make the time for your health and for your fitness. So go and grab that course. The link is in the show notes. There are a limited number of spots each month because there is one-to-one coaching that comes alongside this program with me. So make sure you go and grab that now. Okay, so let's dig back into today's episode. So we're looking at the link between you as a mother and the healthy lifestyle that you have and how that impacts your children. Now, I want to start off by sharing a story with you that I have seen maybe three or four times now amongst my circle of friends, like the women that I see sort of that I used to go to school with, like some of the mums at school, that sort of thing. Now, I have seen lots and lots of women doing lots and lots of different diets. And I bet if you look across your social media and your friends, like on Facebook, you know, some of them are doing like keto or Slimming World or Weight Watchers or, you know, there's always somebody doing some kind of diet and posting about it on social media. And what we often see is that they have this sort of initial great success and they've lost loads of weight, but then actually a couple of months down the line, you see them again, they've put on weight. So it is, and I know this myself, like it is like this constant up and down roller coaster of weight loss and weight gain. And that's what we want to avoid here. Like we are not here for that. And I've seen so many women do that, but I've seen so many women do that to extremes where, you know, they can lose like four or five stone and then put it all back on. And for the women that have been through that process, like I can't, I can't sit here and say I understand what that feels like because that hasn't been me, but that might be you. And I imagine that that must be really challenging and really like um, disheartening. And perhaps it's a bit of a cycle of guilt and giving yourself a hard time and feeling good because you've done it. And then, you know, feeling really, really bad because you've put all the weight on. And I've seen in a number of women that have been through this process more and more recently, I've seen them traveling abroad to have some kind of bariatric surgery. Now by bariatric, what I mean is that they have had potentially like a gastric band fitted around their stomach, or some of them have had a section of their stomach removed. And they've gone somewhere like Turkey because it's cheaper and they can get the surgery done really, really quickly. And it's not the kind of surgery that's available in the NHS and it costs a lot less in places like Turkey. Now, I've seen these women lose weight, like huge amounts of weight really, really quickly when they've had this kind of surgery. And I don't know what it feels like because I haven't done it. But I've also seen like lots of people around them saying, oh my gosh, you look amazing. Well done. Congratulations. What are you doing? You know, there's this sort of real sense of success because they've lost a lot of weight. And of course, that is good from a health perspective because we don't, we know and we understand like the stress that extra weight puts on our bodies. But one of the things that I worry about when this kind of happens and we see more and more people within our community doing this, going through this kind of procedure because they haven't had success with the diet, I really worry about the impact that this has on them as an individual. Firstly, you know, how do they feel in themselves? How has this decision impacted like their day-to-day life? Because 
you know, if you are putting a gastric band around your stomach or if you're having a section of your stomach removed, you're not gonna be able to eat in the way that you have done before. Like, how does that feel? I don't know, and I'm asking these questions because I don't know, but they're questions that I have. How does that make you feel? You know, what sort of foods do you eat? And I know an awful lot of the foods that people do eat are like protein shakes and things that have like added vitamins and minerals. Because ultimately, if you're changing the way that you eat and you're not eating as much, you've still got to make sure that your body's getting the nutrition that it needs because otherwise you're gonna set yourself up for potential health problems as you get older. And then the other question that I have is, how does that impact the people around them? Like, how does it impact their children? What are their children learning from this process? And also, what are the other women and men around them? What are they learning from this process? And I, like, I'm not here to judge, but my opinion on it, this, is that I feel, from my perspective, this is not something I would want my daughter to see me do. Like I have never wanted Chloe to see me go through this like up and down roller coaster of dieting and not dieting. And there is no way that I want would want her to see me go through this kind of like bariatric surgery because it's giving her the wrong message. It's giving her the message that, you know, you don't have to exercise you don't have to eat healthy, you don't have to look after your body, because all of these things are hard, like it's not easy, it isn't easy to exercise every day, is it? It isn't easy to make healthy food choices when there is so much temptation around us, but my motivation comes that by me making those choices and me going through that hard is gonna impact my daughter and it's gonna set her up for success. And ultimately, like from my perspective and my opinion, and you may or may not agree with me, I want to be showing my daughter that you can do these things, that you don't have to get to that level of extremity, if you like, that you have to go through this kind of surgery to look a certain way, because ultimately, you know, why we're doing that really probably is why many people are doing that, I imagine, is because they don't want to be overweight because of the way that they look. And obviously they don't want to be overweight for health reasons. But what is that balance between being overweight and obese when it comes to your health versus the potential health risks that there are of having this kind of surgery? And of course, like it's not for me to judge, I'm not a medical professional, you know, individuals make that choice. From where I'm sitting as a mother, I think it's really key for us to be setting a good example for our children. And in my opinion, and you may or may not agree with me on this one, I don't think that is setting our children up for success. And this is why, and I'm gonna dig into the science now to kind of like back up like my opinion on where this comes from. Now, I was reading an article in the British Medical Journal a couple of weeks ago, and it was a summary of two research programs that were actually conducted in the US that followed a mother and child like pair over a period of time to compare the outcome. 
Now this kind of like study is quite common and they've done a lot of this sort of studies when it comes to like people smoking, people not smoking. And in this particular case, what they were doing was looking at the lifestyle that the mother had and how that then impacted their child. And in particular, they were looking at the healthy lifestyle of the mother and whether that meant their child were was then or did become obese as they got older and what they found like this is ultimately like the summary and I'll put the link to the summary that I read the Bridget from the British Medical Journal it said the kind of like you know surmise conclusion of it was basically that mothers who followed like some key healthy lifestyle factors which I'm going to dig into in a minute if they followed those healthy lifestyle factors, their children, (laughs) this is like an incredible statistic, are 75% less likely to be obese. Now, like, can we just like, so if you are leading a healthy lifestyle, and it makes complete sense when you think about it, doesn't it? But this is the science backing it up from two studies done over in the States that if you as a mother follow some key healthy lifestyle factors, which I am going to talk about in a minute, and they're not like crazy things at all, your children, your child is 75% less likely to be obese. Now, let's just dig into obesity rates for a minute because we know these are massively rising. So in the UK, 26% of P of the adult population were regi- were classed as obese in 2021 and 38% of the population in the UK were overweight. Now in the USA, 36% of people were classed as obese and 69% of the population were either overweight and obese. Now Like, to me, that is a scary number because we know the risks of obesity and how that impacts, like, your children's health in the future and the risks of, you know, cardiac disease and diabetes and all of the problems and potential risk factors towards more serious diseases. So what were those healthy lifestyle factors? because the study was talking about mums following key healthy lifestyle factors. So let's dig into those. First of all, was the mother was maintaining a healthy BMI. Now, I have a bit of a thing about BMI. Like, I think it can be used in the wrong context, but that was one of the factors. I think if you are looking for an indicator of somebody's health, BMI isn't always a great indicator and actually you probably want to be looking at like the percentage of fat to body mass to um to muscle mass sorry but also the amount of visceral fat that people have so visceral fat is the fat that is around like your key organs you want that to be low because that is then a really good indicator that you are going to have like less risk factors for some of those diseases I was talking about so the key healthy lifestyle factors, one of them was a healthy BMI. If I were you, I would just focus on your visceral fat, your body fat levels versus your muscle mass. So if you can aim to get your body fat levels down, that is probably going to be a better thing for you to consider rather than BMI because 
body mass index isn't always a great indicator of health. So maintaining a healthy BMI was the first one. The second one was 150 minutes a week, a week, like 150 minutes a week of moderate stroke vigorous activity. So that, when you think about it, is 30 minutes five times a day. So if you maintain a healthy BMI and you are doing 30 minutes five times a week of moderate or vigorous activity, and then you are also a non-smoker, you have a low alcohol consumption, and then they also looked at diet. So a high quality diet. And the way that they measured this was they gave it a score using something called the Alternative Healthy Eating Index. If you Google that, you'll see and you can maybe have a go at scoring yourself. But they had a high quality diet. So um, using that Alternative Healthy Index, they kind of assess people's diet. So it's not rocket science, is it? Like we're talking about being a healthy weight, having a high quality diet, not consuming a lot of alcohol, although it doesn't say like no alcohol, being a non-smoker, yep, of course, that's quite obvious, and then also doing some exercise five times a week. So it's not rocket science. Those basic things are 75, if you were following those, it means your children are 75% less likely to be obese as they get older. Well, in my mind, like it's a no-brainer. So what we're saying from this is that you as a mother, and this wasn't paternal, this wasn't about dads, this is about you as a mum and the power that you have to impact your children and impact their future lives. This is about you leading a healthy lifestyle. I mean, obviously, you maybe you're here because you want to lose weight, but if you're struggling with motivation, well, here is your motivation. Like, This is about the choices you're making now and how they impact your children as an adult. So seriously, like if you can't get yourself motivated to get out of bed, to do some exercise, to make some, you know, meal plans, to do some grocery shopping, like this is, this is the thing. This is the thing that could really, really give you that discipline that you need because it's not about you, it's about your children and what their life is gonna look like in the future. And if we dig into like some Bible verses around this, like the Bible is telling this stuff, the science is telling us this stuff, we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to take responsibility. We need to be accountable for this. And we have got to get on top of it. Now, if you go to Genesis 28, 14, that verse there is talking about descendants, like and our descendants being spread out like dust. But if you think about it from the perspective that we're talking about with health and fitness and obesity, right? Your choices and your behavior right now, what that verse is saying is that is going to impact your future descendants. And of course it is. Like if you're making healthy choices now that mean that your children are more likely to be healthy and they're gonna carry those healthy choices on to their children. So your grandchildren are gonna be healthier. Your great-grandchildren will be healthier. Like you have the power to impact all of these future generations, these descendants. Like that is incredible. Like that is so powerful. And that should get you up each morning and get you doing that 30 minutes of exercise, I tell you. Okay, now in um, Ezekiel 19 verse 2, it says, 
It talks about like women as lions and you know strength and bringing up children. Go and dig your Bible out. I haven't got my Bible out for these verses. But ultimately what I'm taking from this one when I when I read it was that each child is born from strength and you are raising your children with strength as well. Like any mother in the wild, any animal, mammal or bird in the wild is, you know, it's hard work being a mum. Like it's hard work being pregnant. It's hard work giving birth. It's hard work looking after them. And everything that you have done to be a mother requires a huge amount of strength. So you need to be strong now. You've got to make these right choices, these healthy choices, because they're going to impact your child, your children as they get older. Okay. Genesis 27, 14, reinforcing this verse, in my opinion, is reinforcing the fact that we are responsible for the food in our homes. Now, like it or not, like, let's be honest with you, like it is the case in my house. I'm the one who does the meal planning, who does the grocery shopping. I'm the one who cooks most of the meals most of the time. So you have that responsibility. And I'm not saying it's right, because I would really like to see more men stepping up and taking a bigger role in this. But this is why it's so powerful. And this is why that science is talking about maternal healthy lifestyle, not paternal, not father's maternal because you are the one who is with your children, you are the one who are making those decisions on a daily basis about what your food, what your lifestyle looks like in your family. You are the person who is steering that ship. And God knows that, like that's what he's telling you in the Bible as well. Okay, now Song of Solomon, verse eight, sorry, chapter eight, verse two. Now that scripture to me is saying, that we are always teaching our children. Like even as we get older, we're always teaching our children. They're always learning from us. They're always gleaning information from us. Like God has given these, given us the responsibility of bringing up these particular children for a reason. And that's your job. And the last one that I just want to talk about is Titus 2 verses 3 to 5. And my interpretation of this particular verse is it's it's saying to me that mothers can always set a good example for others. And even if they're not your own children, you can set a good example for others. And oh my gosh, like, did I see this play in the other day? So we had gone out to this like farm shop and we were sat there. So Tim and I and Chloe were sat there. We bought some ice creams. We were sat around the play park eating some ice cream. And there was a dad there on his own and he'd got two children. One of them probably was about seven or eight and the other one was about two. And he'd bought them both ice creams. The eldest son had dropped his ice cream and he decided that he was gonna go and get his son another ice cream. And he left, (laughs) I was just like, oh my gosh, he left his two-year-old with his seven-year-old and he left his seven-year-old in charge of his two-year-old. And he went off and he must have been gone about 10 minutes, right? But there was a lady, an older lady, who was probably in her 60s, sat next to them on the next table. And I could see that she wanted to go off and go home, but she didn't. And she stayed there all the time until that man came back with that ice cream for that kid. 
because she knew the potential risk that somebody might take those children, that they might hurt themselves. And she as a mother, they, she wasn't their mother, but she was probably somebody else's mother. She as a mother did not want to walk away from those children and she didn't want it on her heart that something might happen to those children. And I was in exactly the same boat. Like there was no way I was going to walk away from those children who were in a potentially really, really vulnerable situation. And that's what that verse in the Bible is saying is mothers can always set a good example for others, even if they're not their own children. Like children are watching you like if you're a teacher, if you work with children, of course, like they're going to look at you. And certainly in my career as a teacher, like so many of the children that I taught had really unstable backgrounds. They didn't have, you know, they had, they were in single parent families. They were, um, you know, sort of like their basic needs often weren't met. And I was actually the most constant stable adult in their life. So it's important to remember that you are not only influencing your own children, but you're also influencing the children around you. Whether or not you work in a school, maybe you work in an environment where there are younger people there who aren't children, but maybe they're like 18, 20, 25. Maybe you're, you know, 60, 70, 80, and you are around like younger people, you can still show them and you can still lead them the way. Like I'm in a group, um, a small group at, at our church, and there's a lot of ladies in that group who are sort of 70, 80, and I love it because they have so much knowledge and so many stories to share and tell. It's just wonderful to be around them. It really, really is. So in summary, really, what I'm trying and what I want you to take away from this podcast today is just to remember how influential you are as a woman, as a mother, on the people who live with you and to remember that your choices and your daily actions really do have a lasting effect and are gonna impact the way your children's lives look in the future. And if you're struggling to make those changes on your own, don't do it on your own. Get some help. Get some help from me, get a coach, get a personal trainer, because not only are you investing in yourself and your own health right now, that is an investment that is going to carry on into the future and it's going to be an investment in your children's health and well-being in the future. And this is why I did and I have created the fitness framework because it's a toolkit. It's a toolkit that you're going to keep going back to, that you are going to learn how to set your goal, you're going to learn how to find the time in your schedule for that goal, how to prioritise things, how to cut down the overwhelm of your really busy schedule. You're going to learn about exercise and the different types of exercise and which exercise is going to be best for you. You're going to learn about food and the way that it impacts your body and how you can change your nutrition to help you reach the health and fitness goal that you have. And as well as that, you have support from me. You meet with me once a month. You check in with me via Voxer whenever you need help and support. I'm here to hold your hand through this process. 
and you also get access to two of my digital downloads, the fitness planner and also the She Rises planner, which is your productivity planner, but also your Bible study together in one. So honestly, my friend, if you are struggling with this and you are sick and tired of doing all the diets, being on this like up and down roller coaster of weight loss, think about making that investment in yourself right now, but think about that investment as being an investment for your children's future as well. And I really strongly believe that if you make changes to your daily life, your healthy habits now, that is going to set you and your family up for the future. And that is ultimately why I'm here and it is why I do what I do. Okay, I really hope today's episode was helpful. If you found it useful, please share it with a friend so that they and their family can benefit from this information. Go and snag your spot on the fitness framework. I can't wait to dig into this with you. Have an amazing day. I am thinking of you. I am praying for you. And I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode.